This is VH Snack. And we're back, and we're ready to VH Snack, and it is the home video holiday VH season, my friend. Cool, my ears just popped. Yeah? <laughs> like, right as we started recording, you said, cool. Cool. Yeah, glad I had to announce that to everybody. But yeah, good to be here. Um, now, now you're all opened up and ready to rock. I'm ready to rock. You know yes, what sir. I think it was? I think it was that Reese's uh, potato chip. Josh brought me a treat. He was like, hey, brought you something. It's potato chips inside a Reese's cup. Yeah, I mean, it's their. I think it's their newest thing right now. I think the peanut brittle and this is probably the newest thing. But this is, and I'm a Reese's freak, dude fanatic oh really yeah i mean i love reese's it's my favorite candy and this potato chip reese's cup best reese's cup on the market right now best one i've ever i mean had. it was good like i was telling you the texture is there it's got that crunch to it i couldn't really taste a whole lot of uh potato chip i think it's more of a textural thing yeah it's yeah i can taste the chips but i think that's because i eat like a reese's every day Right? Almost. <laughs> I don't know. I really do. So I know the the flavor of just a plain Reese's so I can, you know, detect the differences yeah. in flavor. But I mean, I think the texture is what makes it amazing. And Has Reese's ever put out something and you really enjoyed it and then they discontinued it? Has there ever been anything like that? Hmm. I don't know. They're pretty good about keeping their stuff up. They have like Reese's shampoo or something. Whoa, Reese's shampoo? (laughs) Edible shampoo, dude? (laughs) Sign me up. Like have a snack while you're in the shower? Shower snacks. I'm into it. Yeah, Reese's, if you want to sponsor the show, um, we won't mind, I guess. I don't think so. I think Reese's used to make eggs, like Cadbury eggs. Oh, yeah, they did. I think they still make those. They probably still make them, right? But they make the standard eggs, right? Like the, the classic easter egg right yeah which are amazing um the reister bunny which is a yeah the reister bunny yeah it's like a chocolate bunny but it's like a reese's oh okay fantastic um no i think they're pretty good at it i'm trying i'll I'll probably think of something later but maybe not because reese's is is just really good at what they do and they're my favorite so yeah shout out to yeah they've they've really cornered the market nobody really comes close to the what they do Mm-mm. There's that place, uh, I think it's called Benton's or something like that, that makes the Malo cup, and they make a peanut butter cup that isn't bad, but okay. it's it's good, but it's not a Reese's. Reese's has this like signature, distinct flavor, and uh, you know a lot of nostalgia packed in there too. You know, because I Ooh, eaten them my whole I, life. I hope everybody's lips are a water and listening to this. Oh well, go get hey, you one. Hey, hey man, it's it's the right place to talk about food. It is. Know? It's VH snacking. Go get those Reese's Christmas trees because yeah. it's. Uh... If this is your first VH snacking episode, we talk about movies and we cater a snack to said movie. A VH snack. A VH snack. Yeah. Um, I am on snack duty today. You are. Yeah. But what movie we're watching today? Well, today we are watching Ernest Saves Christmas. Well, we already watched it. We're not going to watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. We, <laughs> we're going to watch for the very here, first time. We're here to talk about Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah. God, it's such a classic, man. It's just not the season unless I watch this movie. So, yeah. I mean, ever since I was a kid, yeah. So, it's been a good while since I watched this movie. I haven't oh, yeah. seen it since I was a kid. Really? Yeah. yeah. I watch it every year. I thought that, I was like, oh yeah, Ernest Saves Christmas. I've seen that 
often, but upon rewatch, no, I have not. I mean, I love Ernest. I watch Ernest Scared Stupid every year. Yep. You got the Ernest Scared Stupid shirt on right now. I do. Yeah. Which I mean, is a good look, and I appreciate it. Oh, uh, yeah. It's the Ernest love. Hey, man. I wore this during our last Ernest episode. And to those wondering, wait a second. Y'all haven't done, done an Ernest episode. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the lost episodes now. It is. File it, it under uh, completely lost episodes. It was a good one, too. Well, it was technically for the Spook House. Yeah, it was I think a watch-along. It was yeah. a watch-along episode for the mm-hmm. Spook House. Mm-hmm. I set up everything, created like a cool graphic for the background, set up the camera, had the mics going, had the movie going, had the lighting just right, even made a little snack. I brought yeah. in, you know, I brought the worlds together, and we recorded the episode, and uh, yeah, fucked up the audio. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unsavable oh man it happens to the best of us dude i mean i, I it was the one and only time this ever happened do you do you still have it oh, maybe maybe we'll release it somewhere even though it's, it's dude it's hard. like i thought like well should i release it just be, maybe for the diehards right right <laughs> but uh no it, it's um it was a pile of shit i mean it was a great episode yeah i thought so I still haven't heard it, but I had a lot of fun doing it. So yeah. I have to assume that it was pretty cool. And I made Miak shakes, oh my by God. the way, guys. Which I destroyed, and it was delicious. Which destroyed my stomach. Oh, man. <laughs> so, I almost fell off my couch when you sent me that text, dude. Uh, Yeah, I guess I won't go into great detail about that, <laughs> but we finished recording at like, I don't know, five oh, or something. Dude. And it was like an hour till sunset. I was like, oh, man. We just pounded these uh, milkshakes. Which I made, like scooped ice cream mm-hmm. into my blender, mm-hmm. which takes a shit ton of ice cream mm-hmm. to make like a twenty ounce glass of a milkshake. It does takes a lot. So, and I don't eat a whole lot of sugar and that kind of stuff or dairy. So right. when you when you pound back a Miak shake, it's probably not a good idea to go try to run four or five miles. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, no. I'll spare the details but like oh man halfway, you knew it too you dude, knew it was halfway happen. home man i i thought i thought the troll from that movie was about <laughs> to come out and get me i dropped some brussels sprouts in my own oh my goodness oh my god oh my goodness i when you sent me like i said when you sent me that message i was just like oh no and i started laughing dude, my dude. stomach hurt for like a solid 24 hours and then i got home after that ordeal and then I found out, oh, the episode is lost. Oh, man. So I was like, man, what a fucking day. What a shit show. <sighs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But we will do that episode again. Yeah. Because, absolutely. I mean, I could watch that movie, right? We could put it on right now, and I would just be right back. Oh, dude, and- we're good to go. That's an that's an anytime movie. That's a forever movie, man. Oh, yeah. So. that Now, that one is a definite, I'm watching this every year mm-hmm. kind of movie. I'll probably watch that like twice a year. I, I pop it on definitely for Halloween, <clears throat> but other times, too. I mean, but Ernest Saves Christmas every single year. Like I said, it's it's not the season unless i'm unless i watch ernest saves christmas so yeah well josh what are your um you know what before we get started yeah yeah give us a recap what's this movie about oh so this is the second ernest movie right i guess yes. we should talk about it later but camp christmas yeah. jail scared stupid 
And then right. it gets rocky. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but no, Ernest uh, works for a taxi cab company and he is reckless, insane, super goofy. You know, he's the guy that thinks he knows everything, but actually knows nothing. But his guy has a heart of gold. Heart of gold. So Santa, Santa's looking for his replacement, but then Santa gets into some trouble. And then Ernest saves him. And he saves Christmas. Wait, what kind of troubles does he get into? He gets put in the slammer. Santa gets put in the slammer, dude. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, he's like, I'm Santa Claus. And everybody's like, you're insane. You're going to jail. Like, that's what, <laughs> apparently that's what you do to people. If they're insane, you put them in jail. Did you know that the guy that's playing Santa, this was not his first time playing Santa. Right. He played Santa Claus 85, right? Yeah. In some show called something very bland it was like story adventures or something like that it was like a what? a no-name kind of show his name's douglas seal yeah is the actor yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he played santa in one episode of that he has a very good santa look like i'm not surprised that he was cast more than once yeah he does some, some people say that this is like the best portrayal of santa ever really i i mean i don't know i mean it's good by somebody i mean like i i randomly heard somebody in a video say that so take that for what it's worth it's somebody's opinion and that's cool i mean i do think that it's high quality santa he does a great job and do you have a favorite santa hmm. my favorite santa like evil santa or like good santa (laughs) hey you could do both evil santa man i mean honestly i think the one that affected me the most was that tales from the crypt episode Oh yeah, all throughout the house, and like he's like naughty. Wasn't he like nice. he didn't even have like the traditional beard or no, anything, right? No, but he's just a really greasy, creepy, weird Santa. And mm. I think my favorite Santa of all time. I mean, that's the thing. I think it's more the performance. But if you're talking about the look, it's different. The performance is Night of the Meek in in the Twilight Zone episode, Night of the Meek. Oh. Yeah, that's a really okay. good one. I love that Never Santa portrayal. It. Oh, it's fantastic. I, I watch that every year, too. Um, I don't know, man. I, I like all kinds of Santas. I have to think about this. Not a big fan of Tim Allen, Santa. The Santa Claus. I Does never, this look like a little bit of weight to you? I never really got down <laughs> with those movies. I, I watched them. I mean, like, I don't, I'm not like a super fan, but I'm sure they were on throughout the holidays. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Miracle on 34th Street? Pretty good. I don't remember it. No. Wasn't it about like the Macy's Day Parade or something? It was about the one with, um, what's her name in it? Matilda? Matilda. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't really I don't really remember that one either. Yeah. I guess I'd have to watch it again. It's always around. It is. It is always around. Well, we're not talking about those today. No, we're not talking about any of those. We're talking about Ernest P. Whirl. Oh, my God. Probably one of my favorite characters of all time is Ernest. Yeah. As soon as he appears, because he doesn't appear on screen for a little while in this movie. Right, because there's at least like five, five, ten minutes into the movie before he appears on screen. I would say he doesn't appear enough. I mean, it's true. I mean, he's he's amazing. But I'm saying when he came on to the screen, mm-hmm. I just start laughing. Like he doesn't have to say anything. He's just like driving the taxi, and I'm just I just start laughing. Yeah, because I know I kind of know what's in store, and I just love his energy, and he's just hilarious and everything he does so just just the, his face is just yeah joyous dude Love i it. was watching slam dunk Ernest last night on youtube oh yeah pretty much by the way folks all pretty much every Ernest movie is on youtube for free including Ernest saves christmas 
that's weird because they're Disney movies. They're owned by Disney now. You yeah. think Disney would be like put the kibosh they're on They're up that. there. They're not like amazing quality, but they're up there. Mm. Anyways, uh Slam Dunk Ernest wasn't too bad. That's a funny movie. I mean, it wasn't It's a Kareem Abdul Jabbar, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have seen it. Oh, of course. And dude, when Ernest walks out in his basketball jersey, I think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Jim Varney's ripped, man. He is, dude. Cut. He's country good. strong, man. Looking good. It's that Tennessee strong, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I just oh, feel like, yeah. I just feel, it's, it feels very macho, man, but I also feel like that's something that, you know, Jim Varney would yeah, sound like. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's got that country strong, you know? He probably doesn't go to the gym, but he just working around the house. His like, gym is his backyard. Yeah, just picking up heavy shit. Hay bales. Every day. I'm on the back of a truck. For years and years. Smoking like three packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's... He's country strong. Like hey, man. Said, for a... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Our true country, country <laughs> strong is like when you got a cigarette hanging out your Yeah, mouth. for sure, dude. Oh, man. It like starts to burn the hay bale. You're like, this isn't good. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. I've seen like many a southern man with a cigarette hanging out of their mouth lift up a lawnmower with one arm. Just like, hey, what's curled here? <laughs> Pouring the gas can in, we're holding it with his teeth. Holding like, yeah. flashlights, dude. We've got it. <laughs> but no, he is ripped in in uh in that movie. Yeah, Jim Varney, uh, Kentucky boy, went to college for acting and moved to L.A. Worked at the comedy store with Robin Williams as well. Have you ever seen the footage of him and Robin Williams? No. Sitting backstage, just riffing, like going through characters. They're just having like a character off. Wow. It's incredible. Link me, dude. Yeah, will do. Sounds cool. But yeah, they performed at the Comedy Store quite often, which was also run by Mitzi Shore, Polly Shore's mom. Echoing the Polly Shore in this one, I have to. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's cool. I mean, yeah, he was a stand-up comedian, and then they... uh, which is a good segue into how the Ernest character got created, right? Because John Cherry created this character for him to do television spots. Yeah, they did tons of TV ads. Jim Varney said that he thinks he did like 3,000 commercials in his life. That is so many. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, even to throw out a number like that, I mean, 3,000? I mean, how long did he do the commercials before, before he did, <laughs> know, he did the man. TV show? You know, hey, Vern, it's Ernest. So that's a, a secondhand quote. Like somebody said that Jim Varney said that that can't be right. 3000. I mean, maybe he was just kind dude? of like being hyperbolic. Cause he's 300 kind of would be a lot. Yeah. I mean, that would be impressive. 3000 sounds unfathomable. Like you have yeah. to make a commercial every day for 10 years. Yeah. Eight years. So, but yeah, he got his start in commercials. Um, some really funny commercials. They're, Oh yeah. There's like YouTube compilations if anybody wants to watch them. If you love Ernest, so he did them for banks, right? Did them for everybody. Oh, there wow. was um an ice cream place that he did one quite often. Actually, you can see an advertisement for that ice cream company in Ernest Scared Stupid. Really? Which company is it? God, I I want to say it was like it's like one word. It's like Purity Ice Cream, or I don't oh, know. Okay. I, I forgot. There was the ice cream truck that like runs in front of the troll and scares oh. him off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's where I know where to spot it. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, he did a ton of commercials. So. Mm-hmm. And then John Cherry took that character and 
made Ernest Goes to Camp. Man, another great movie. Yeah, and John Cherry directed all the Ernest movies. All the theatrical ones, right? Yeah, I think he did like all all of them. Like Goes to Africa, Goes to School, all those too, right? I believe so. Yeah, because he was, he has, John Cherry has um, cameos in some of those movies. I think he's in Goes to the Army. I haven't seen that one. I think he's in Goes to School. I think there's one other one that he's in. Yeah, so I mean that's pretty cool. You want to look for John Cherry as a cameo in some of those later ones. Cherry, pick him out. Cherry, pick him out. Hey, hey. all right, this that guy. Info, that info's on the internets. This guy over here. All right, well, that uh kind of brings us up to speed. So we got Ernest goes to camp, and then came Ernest saves Christmas. Yeah, I mean it's the best performing Ernest movie. Like. Ever theatrical yeah, and theatrical. everything, yeah, okay. Because I think this, I think they had a three picture deal, and after this one, they were like, Hey, we're gonna give you a six picture deal now. Mm. So, wait, so Ernest Touchstone, yeah, I think so. I think after Scared Stupid, were those like financed by the same company? I don't know because they, they felt a lot cheaper. They were super a lot. They weren't theatrical. I think they were just direct to video or TV. Yeah. Because yeah. I was watching, also watched Ernest Rides Again. Mm. <laughs> Great name. Um, there was never an Ernest Rides. No. Yeah. But okay. Well, he wrote again. But anyways, that movie, <laughs> a little bit cheap. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah it I was is. like, ooh, this yeah. is a little diet Ernest or something. <laughs> Ernest Light. <laughs> Dr. Perky. <laughs> oh, my. Dr. Thunder. Yeah, Dr. Thunder. (laughs) Oh, shit. No, but I mean, you had John Cherry and Jim Varney. So, you know, you got your two two MVPs there. But everything else just felt a little cheap. But there's still some charm and good qualities to those movies. They're not like pieces of shit, you know? No, I mean, they're still earnest movies. I mean, there's there's still that glisten to them because it is an earnest movie for sure. But I don't think they're as polished or or well made or or funded the same way. Yeah. They're not on the same caliber is what I mean. So yeah. but yeah, I mean Ernest Saves Christmas, dude. I, I grew up with this movie. I mean it, every year. And it just helps me get into the spirit. It's a really fun, just funny ass movie. Like the movie he's still hilarious. And you know, there's a lot of like it's a really well paced movie. I mean it's it's I don't know. It's the only movie ever shot in Florida, right? First movie shot in Florida. First Hollywood movie shot in Florida. That's true. I believe it is. Yeah. Wait, they didn't shoot like Scarface and stuff in Florida? I don't know. I don't think so. I know it was set in Florida. Yeah, I don't think that was. It looked like Florida. Scarface, man? I don't I don't think so. I mean, I'm pretty I sure. Mean... I read from multiple sources that this is the first Hollywood movie shot in Florida. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, I grew up with it and I mean, it's like I said, it's a tradition. This is a tape tradition for me. Yeah. Watch it with my dad and my mom, you know, we can get to, we can get to some moments. Yeah, man. You tell me how you got, uh, don't you, well, you said you didn't really watch that much. Well, hey man, I I grew up an Ernest fan, of course. Yeah. Scared Stupid being my number one. Yeah. Then I goes to jail, you know, that's gotta be. When he chews the pen. Oh my God. That is. (laughs) Yeah. listener 
if you have never seen the Ernest Goes to Jail pin scene where he's chewing on a pin in court and mm-hmm. it breaks in his mouth, man, that is just fucking physical comedy at its best. It's ha- so hilarious. Have no illusion, VH Snackers. If you need to brighten your day oh. and you need a laugh, just look up the pen scene from Ernest Goes to Jail and it will absolutely make you feel better about life because <laughs> it is so funny and good. Yeah. Like, it's just thinking about it. I mean, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's amazing. But oh. um, speaking of good moments in Ernest films, there are a lot of good moments in Ernest Saves Christmas. Okay. And yeah. I'm going to try to go a little chronologically here because there's there's a lot of them and I'm going to, there's more. There's always more, but I just want to start out with first, this is a family film. Okay. Sure. This is a movie made for families and children. Does have some adult overtones. And I would say the the most apparent and first adult overtone of this movie is that his cab number is 69. Okay. I was wondering if you're going to pick up on that. I mean, it's hilarious. I mean, like why is this a big lighter cab? Yeah. Well, that's the advertisement on top of it. Yeah. The only way they could have done more is if the number 42069, <laughs> like why it's his cab number 69, hilarious. Like kids would never get that, right? But you know, the the mom or the dad taking the kid to the theater to watch it is like, huh, 69, huh? Do you think they did that on purpose? Absolutely. I think that when you're making a kid's film, that the adults have to have some sort of fun. Wait, you know, when you know did I mean? When did. 69 become like a a sexual term are you joking no dude i'm I'm not joking like i'm sure it was around like the 1400s i have no idea no way dude you know what let's look it up right now now did you catch that um well yeah of course it was a a bic taxi which is kind of ironic because smoking killed Ernest. yeah are you trying to look up the origin of where 69 (laughs) comes from right now (laughs) Dude, I mean, you know, I've okay, never Googled I, this. I've I can't, never Googled I can't this. find it right now. Dude, whenever I watch these movies, I Google some crazy shit. Yeah, of course. I Google, do you have allergies in space today? Because the elf sneezes at one point. I was like, hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess if something goes... Turns out you it, do. Of course. I mean, like, your body can still defend itself because that's all an allergy is, right? Is that it's like trying to clear out debris. Yeah, but apparently when you're in space, it can sometimes like exacerbate your allergies. Can it make your like head explode because of the gravity? (laughs) (laughs) He sneezed in space and his head exploded. But I I was thinking like, is there like pollen and dander and that kind of stuff that Uh, triggers? Is there? To some degree, I guess. Yeah, there has to be other, there has to be like space debris. But you can sneeze in space. Point being, I don't know when 69 became a thing, but uh, <laughs> I will get back to you guys on that. I love this suspe- this non-suspension of disbelief up there because also they're in space and they don't, they're not wearing masks or anything. Oh, like, yeah. They're not wearing like, you know, oxygen or, or And that's when or Ernest delivers the most morbid line. What is it? If you move, you'll die. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Like, nobody moves. Nobody, nobody dies. Yes. Yeah. That's like that's like a tagline to um some horror movie or something. Could be. So we're back in the cab, marked 69, and, and Ernest is driving very recklessly down yeah. down the highway with, with a with a passenger in the back who looks frightened to death, by the way. Um and when he pulls up to when he pulls up to the airport, he's like, touchdown. 
It's just so good. <laughs> love that. Love I that. I kind of missed that one. It's really quick. I think it's an overdub, actually. I think it's 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 dubbed afterwards because you don't see him when he says it. But uh-huh. but when he arrives at the airport, like, what's up with that dude in the back seat? Like, I can't figure out what's wrong with him. Like, why is he frozen? Is he because he was oh, so yeah. scared? Is it because he was so scared of his driving? I I took that as yeah, he was scared stiff. I scared stiff, and also I thought that his he was handcuffed to his suitcase because I thought I heard a jingle, but I don't remember seeing any cuffs. Hmm. And I watched it last night and a little bit this morning. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Go back even further. So VH Snackers, look at that scene. Like, what's up with that dude? Like, what's wrong with him? Yeah, it's never really explained, right? Yeah, I I don't know. I do not know. Oh, I don't know either. All right, so another highlight of this film, which is not earnest, but brings a lot of moments for me, is Chuck and Bobby, who were also characters created, I think, with John Cherry and also did commercials. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And Chuck and Bobby are awesome. And remember when we were when we were talking about um, Ernest Scared Stupid and Bobby's in it, but I was like, this is a different guy. Yeah. So it, it really wasn't. Um, I forget the guy's name. But it's not the original Chuck. Yeah, I think the original Chuck is only in like two. Two of them. He's in um, the first one. Uh, Ernest uh, goes to camp and Ernest. Uh, Six oh, Christmas. okay. But their comedy duo, I love it. I love all of their comedy together. Yeah. And the first one that I really love is when they're outside. like, who's working on Christmas Eve? We are, Bobby. We're those idiots. <laughs> and then like Bobby's like waiting for the, the huge, the huge <laughs> package to come off the back of the truck. And then it like crushes him. And then Chuck walks over. He's like, yo, Bob, break's over. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Gets me every time. Their comedy duo is amazing. Yeah, they are great. And shout out to Bobby. Still alive. 89 years old. Wow. Yep. He's a comedy. He's comedy legend to me. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think his story was kind of like childhood friends or old friends with John Cherry and Jim Varney. Oh. Maybe from uh, maybe in Tennessee or something. Yeah, Gaylord Sartain is the Chuck that was only in the two. Do you know why he quit? Or what I have no there? idea. I really don't know what happened. And Bill Burge plays plays Bobby. So I mean, they're a great comedy duo, and I love those two. They have a little, yeah. a couple other movements that I'll get to. Okay, so when <laughs> Ernest is driving down the highway, <clears throat> and he sticks his head out the window when a the truck full of uh, Christmas trees drives by. He's like, yeah. mm, smell those piney Christmas trees. Oh. And he says, you can keep your channel number five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like Chanel yeah. number five. Yeah, yeah. But he says channel. Oh, my God. You can keep your channel number five. Give me the smell of the lonely <laughs> something pine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, everyone gathers for the cranberry sauce shaped like a can. <laughs> 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 beautiful love it um okay and then when pamela or harmony star and he picks like she jumps into his car and great she's like, name yeah she's like no no help me this guy like you know makes me work in his restaurant in the basement with rats and he looks over at her like very matter of fact and then he's like well not to worry little lady oh, <laughs> and he does his john wayne impression amazing god i just love i, I gotta it. i gotta bring up something about that yeah yeah 
He also does it at the end of the movie. He does another John Wayne impression. He's like, keep your nose clean, little lady. Yeah. Also had to Google, I always thought keep your nose clean was like, hey, don't do cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it makes sense. I mean, if you're not really thinking about it, sure. Yeah, but it it pretty much just means stay out of trouble. Yeah, and there's another nose clean thing, because when Santa gets arrested and they're they're questioning him. They find coke on him? No. Oh. No. Did you watch this movie, Chad? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's snow. It's not cocaine. It's snow. It's oh, Santa. Oh, yeah. uh, that's snow in my pocket. I'm Santa Claus. Uh, I'm, I'm Santa, obviously. I'm 151 years old. Um, but he's like, How come do you on. think I have the energy to do all this? <laughs> I'm 150. How else do I get across the entire country in three hours? I mean, come on, dude. It's the 80s. So <laughs> That's true. Uh, but he's like, keep your if your nose is clean, you get a couple hot meals. So there was another nose clean okay. know, phrase in there. But back to the John Wayne thing. Okay. There's also a John Wayne thing in um, Scared Stupid. Well, he does the John Wayne impression sometimes. I think it's part Kenny, of Kenny, the kid, does he does a John Wayne impression to uh, the little girl, Elizabeth. Oh. He's like, not to worry, little lady. It's like, why is this kid doing a John Wayne impression? He doesn't know John Wayne. He might, though. I mean, John Wayne's pretty ubiquitous, dude. I think it's just John Cherry being like, what's what's cool? What do I remember as being I mean, cool? John Wayne. I mean, John Wayne, you know, people love John Wayne. Yeah. So it's totally, totally. But that's a great catch. Not not hating on John Wayne. But no, I was like, there's no. a lot of a uh, lot of that in the series. There's probably some other ones. Yeah, there probably is. Um, So this other creepy sleazy dude, the uh, this uh, or the creepy sleazy. um, <clears throat> His agent. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude, this guy. <laughs> He's the guy in Die Hard that tells him to take off his shoes and socks, and it's more it's more comfortable. This guy sucks. He kind of reminds me of um, Gus from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Gus. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A little David bit, Duchovny? Right? No, not David Duchovny. Uh, the guy that was like... Oh, wait. He's like, ball, hey, on. babe. Yeah, he's like, I got two tickets to the whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gus. Oh, yeah, he's gross. Yeah. Yeah. But when he... <laughs> do you sick. love it do you love it do you love it do you love it five thousand dollar nose job do you love it i love that god he's so gross and slimy and he like he looks like he got stuck in a tanning bed yeah yeah for too long he looks he looks cooked so <laughs> but when he, when he pulls up and his license plate says big deals on it oh yeah and he's like jingle bells checkbook swells oh god and then he gets out and he's like, hey, babe, he goes, what does he say? He's like, hey, babe, parking in the shade. What do you say? And he throws his keys at the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> and the mailman's just like, what the fuck? Dude? Like, parking in the shade. What do you say? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's a total sleazoid. He sucks, but he also provides some laughs. Okay, so we're back to another moment with Chuck and Bobby. When they're looking at the box. And then all of a sudden, which this kind of has like a horror movie tinge to it, when the reindeer little bit. comes out of it. Yeah. And then he does that, like, I'm not going to attempt to do the scream he does, but he does that scream and then Bobby starts spraying it with the fire extinguisher. <laughs> and he's making that scream the entire time the fire extinguisher's on. And it's amazing. Um, Funny uh, story about the reindeer in this. You know, they shot this uh, in Florida. Oh, yeah. This is sad. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up, right? Yeah. They had to fly these reindeer in from Canada or something. Mm-hmm. Which, by so. the way, that's a long trip. It is. Um, To fly them to Florida. They couldn't fly themselves. <laughs> so, had to get them there somehow. <laughs> <Clarifying>. <laughs> 
<laughs> the legend isn't true, folks. They can't fly. You gotta have the magic to believe. <laughs> but yeah, they uh they they got down here in the Florida heat and the fur on their antlers just started to melt off. Molt. Yeah, they started molting. It's, and it, it made them like raw and not good. Yeah, so they yeah. had to postpone all the reindeer stuff and they shot that like a couple months later in Tennessee. Yeah, I think the horrible thing is they tried to put makeup on top of like the wounds and stuff. Ugh. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. That's what I read. Yeah. So So like when the fur molts off, mm-hmm. like what is what exactly does that mean? Is it kind of like a, sh- a It's like shedding kind of shedding yeah, its yeah. skin. That's something? as far as I as I understand it. Like when a bird molts hmm. it like their their feathers come out. So Okay. But yeah, so that was sad. Yeah, that that sucks. <laughs> so they did have to postpone that. Yeah. But they got the footage by God. They sure they got the, it in the can. The upside down. So that's one image I remember the most from this movie. The it's upside the, down reindeer. Yeah, the reindeer on the ceiling. It's pretty awesome. Like we know how they achieved this effect, but man, it looks cool. How did they? Well, they just shot it upside down. <laughs> they made an upside down room, right? Wait, they that's did. what I assume. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, <laughs> of course they did. Unless they were, they got bought maybe they, gravity room. Maybe or something. yeah, maybe they came up with a way to make the deer upside down. Yeah, maybe they just glued them to, to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, torture them At some this more. Point, like they're trying to, to put makeup on molting antlers. So I mean, who knows what they would do. But when they're there, um, yeah, and the, okay, so we're we're back to when Ernest is going to <clears throat> Vern's house, which, by the way, this is the only appearance, uh, quote unquote, appearance of Vern. It's true in the Ernest series. Nice house. It's so you. That's what she says. Yeah. Nice house. It's very you. Yeah, because we never see what Vern actually looks like. We don't we, know how old he is. Well, I think he's like the same age as Ernest because they grew up childhood friends. Didn't he say, "I yeah, I taught Vern everything he knows about astrophysics or nuclear, something? but he says nuclear, nuclear physics, but he says nuclear. Don't tell Vern everything he knows about nuclear physics. <laughs> There's a lot of good misspeaks in this movie. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Um, There's a lot of little ones that just kind of slip right by yeah. unless you think like, wait, what did he just say? Yeah. What what is it? Call it extrasensory precipitation, or <laughs> call it a fifth sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's the best. So, and it's I want to talk about this. So, John Cherry said that he based the Ernest character off somebody that worked for him or something, and the guy's personality was a guy who thought he knew everything but knew nothing, hmm. which I think is you know kind of how <clears throat> Ernest is because he thinks he's like you know. He's not the brightest crayon in the box, that's for sure. But he like he's confident and he's like, I yeah. know these things. And so it's cool. But yeah, yeah, I just want to mention that John Cherry got that uh got the inspiration from that, and that's how he <laughs> described it. So but when Ernest goes to Vern's house, he's like, Ho ho ho, Merry Christmas, Vern. <laughs> he like slams yeah. the door in his face. <laughs> yeah, I think that is the best. That that was also Top three moment for me. Oh my god! Yeah, just the timing of that. He slams it in between Mary and Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's like ho ho ho, Vern Mary. <laughs> He's like, you know this guy? <laughs> oh yeah, we do that all the time. <laughs> he, he like barges in there, and okay, so he puts the tree down. And this is my absolute favorite part in this movie is when he gets into Vern's house and he puts the tree down, and he's like, 
here you go, Vern. It'll work. I'll make it work. Here you go. It's going to fit. I'll make it fit. He's like, yeah, that ought to hold. Ooh, punch. <laughs> and then he, he reaches down, grabs the whole bowl of punch, and he sips it, and he goes, superb. Superb. <laughs> and then the tree falls on him. Oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> and then the tree falls on Ho, 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 Vern. Mary. It's Santa's little party helper. Hi. This is Harmony. My dad, still to this day, will like eat something or drink something, and we'll just be like, "Superb!" <laughs> it is just a classic moment. It is makes me so happy, and is yeah. my favorite part of this movie. Okay, <laughs> all right. From that, I think I got <laughs> two through three more. I'm sorry. I'm no, trying to get for it, man. Okay, so when he comes back looking for Santa Claus. And he goes up to that little old lady. Man, what's her name? We have to shout her out. Um, the Home Alone lady? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, oh, what is her name? It is Billy Bird is her name. Cool name. Yeah. And she appeared with um, uh, Douglas Seal a couple other times. I think as an, uh, they were a couple in a Cheers episode or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they've appeared on screen together before, and it's so cute because they've eventually become a couple kind of at the end of this movie, and yeah. I think that's a really nice tie-in. But when Ernest goes back to the children's museum looking for Santa, and he's like, hey, you remember me? I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for somebody from yesterday. And she's like, who are you looking for? And he's like, Shankwell. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what, what did you say? And he's like... Santa Claus. He's like the way he says Santa Claus. Like Santa Claus. It is absolutely brilliant. Just brilliant comedy. Oh, it gets man. me every single time. <laughs> um, and then when he comes back to the car, he's like, "Santa got busted. Santa's in the slammer." Like when he says that shit. It's hilarious. And uh, his snake character. Oh, but you're you. You're taking all my moments. Oh, man. dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, you let me go first. No, man. no, it's fine. It's fine. No, you just I think, go. You just I, go now. No, obviously, the snake guy has got to be top. I mean, this is top shelf. Oh, Jim Barney. So good. What it's exactly so good. is that? He's like, just where the horror folks be. Just where the horror movie. <laughs> he's like, he makes the snake thing with his hand. He's like, one minute you're just sitting there, big tough burly man, and just snip. <laughs> and then he like he's got 
Santa Claus underneath like, yeah. with the rattle. And he just starts poking it. He's like, poke it on, get them all in there. Like, he's not even saying anything, I don't think. He's just making yeah. noises. And then I love how later, like, the people come out with actual snakes. And they're like, hey, is this where the snakes are? He's like, <laughs> he's like, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, throw them in there. I'll count them later. Yeah. I'll count them later. <laughs> Okay, one last one. Has uh, that character been in... I don't think the snake character has been in anything else. Or, I, God, I feel like he should at least have brought that guy back in some capacity. It was so good. I think his name is like Larry Larry the Snake Handler. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But he probably does have a name somewhere. But, um, yeah. Great character. Yeah, and one last one, and then we'll we'll go back to you. And I'm sorry that I've VH stolen all your. Oh movies. no, not at all, man. Uh, there's just so many good ones in here, and I, I love this movie, and it just makes me happy to just to talk about it, and you know, just to watch it today. Like it just made me really happy. But the the last thing, um, the last moment is when he's he's like shredding the the sleigh like he's like going flying all around, and he goes to the toll booth, and when he goes through, he goes ho ho ho, Merry Christmas. And it's, really? just, it's just really quick. <laughs> and I, it's, I love that part. So, I didn't catch that. So that's it. That's that's it for me. Cool, man. Yeah, ton, tons of moments. Lots of moments under the tree for Ernest Good Christmas. moments. Um, let's see. Some of my favorite moments. I believe this is the first time we ever meet this character, the the old lady. Yeah, I love that you brought What's this her up. name? Aunt. Aunt Nil- Nilda? Nilda. It starts with an N. Yeah, I think or it's Nilda. Ni- Nidri or something like that. Something like that. Man, he slays it. Yeah, but he's like, these stairs might as well be mountains. <laughs> <laughs> these stairs might as well be Mount Everest. Oh, yeah. Mount, Mount Everest. Oh, my God. And he's just nailing it uh, the whole way through. <laughs> the camera angle, his face, like, he's so expressive. Like, he is he is a king of physical comedy forever for me. Yeah. And his character renditions and all of the different things that he can do and how like versatile he is, you know I mean? Wow. But yeah. Yeah. Go on about the scene. Cause that, that's it is so good. Oh yeah. Well, you know, just, just everything about it. Anytime I see this character, it's, I, I feel like he busts this one out quite a bit. He does. She he does. was in, um, goes to jail, scared, stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might have been in everyone after that because it's such a solid character and it's such a great character. Um, definitely a classic one. When I think of the characters that he does, she is probably number one for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, quick, uh, it's not not so much a favorite moment, but I want to bring this up. What do you think about the intro to this movie? The it's credits. All the, Nor- all the Norman Rockwells? Yeah. They're just like straight up Coca-Cola adverts yeah. in this yeah. yeah i mean i guess they had the rights to the norman rockwells or something I, I don't know yeah i don't know it just felt <laughs> it was like could you guys have spruced it up a little bit jeez i mean and it's just a it's a very like church yeah it could have medley. been this could have been the intro to your local churches yeah cable access show <laughs> cable You're right. access show yeah it is very low budget but i mean they had the rights to the norman rockwell so who knows i mean maybe but it really is just a very hard to read script mm-hmm. font and this choir tr- sounds like a church choir singing you know a medley of semi-obscure 
Christmas songs. Yeah, it just uh, felt like they could have put a little more oomph on that. Yeah, it does get me every time I look at it where like some of these Norman Rockwells that they're using that are Santa based because he did a lot of like Coca-Cola Santas. Yeah. They're just straight up Coca-Cola ads. Yeah. Like they're just like ripped from a Coca-Cola ad. So I just thought that was funny. How about the guy at customs? The <laughs> the guy that's just so over his job. You can definitely tell this is a pre-9-11 movie. He's yeah. like, uh, what's your name? Santa Claus. He's like, sure. Why not? I hate this job. <laughs> and he just lets them on through. It's I like, like how he looks back through the line. There's like all these like very eccentric people like yeah. waiting in line. Um, but yeah, and he's like, sure. Why not? <laughs> and he's like, thanks, Skippy. <laughs> and he's like, what? Yo, what did you think of um, Harmony Star in this? Oh, man. She is a very kind of complex character dude i think she yeah she adds like a complexity to this movie that is worth talking about so I'm played by noel parker right born on christmas day that's so cool that's so cool that she was born on christmas day and then is in this you know kind of iconic christmas movie do you think they named her noel because she was born on christmas <laughs> <laughs> they named her rudolph is it oh jeez <laughs> is that a christmas coincidence <laughs> No, nah, I mean, they didn't spell it N-O-E-L, though. They spelled right. it a little differently. L-L-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they got a little inventive there. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You know, you're born in 71 and it's Christmas time. Let's, let's name her Noel. Yeah. Why not? Sure. And um, I did read this on IMDb. I don't know. I don't know what to, you're shaking your head like you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But it said that John Cherry had to keep her away from the set most of the time when she wasn't shooting because she was, quote, getting too friendly with some of the cast. Yeah. Or to paraphrase. Yeah. What do you make of that, Josh? I mean, the same thing that you make of it and then probably everybody (laughs) else. like trying to bang the cast. Yeah. I mean, mean, when, when you phrase it like that, like a little too friendly, like, I mean, she's probably just flirting with everybody. I mean, you know, like. I think she was 17 turning 18 when this movie was shot, Mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. You know what I mean? So like get buck wild, you know? Yeah. She's probably just trying to party or like have a good time. You know what I mean? And, um, (laughs) yeah, but I did read that, but she's, she does a good job. I think she's pretty dynamic. You know, she like, um, does a good job playing the part that she's supposed to, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And she does she does some good emotional stuff at the end too. So I think she does a pretty good dynamic job. She was in some other cool stuff. She won an Emmy for a TV performance. Um about inter in uh interracial relationships, which is was pretty early addressing that, which I thought was cool. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It was called like different different worlds or something <laughs> like that. Uh TV hmm. show she did. Speaking of Harmony Star and possible onset stuff uh there was a scene with her in santa claus and i was like is there sexual tension right now which one which scene? <laughs> i forgot exactly which one <laughs> it was when um she was like trying to lie about her age or something oh no i didn't feel that sexual tension there but there I know- was there was maybe it wasn't that uh side note i, I haven't seen this movie nowhere as much as you have so sure i sure. might be like kind of shady on uh some of the no, part, I mean like parts def- I'm thinking of. Yeah, well, um, is it the part where she comes in and they they try to bust him out of jail? And she's like the the schoolgirl or whatever. 
And he's like, eh, 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 eh. Oh. Muffy. <laughs> like, it's the governor's daughter or something like that. Oh, you know what? I don't think it was that part. It, w- it was a very subtle moment. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is, this is quite odd. No, I think it's pretty sweet the whole way through. And, like, I think that, you know, she, she does a good job. And um, she's definitely, like, coming of age. Like, I think it's a very small, like, coming of age thing for her, like, her character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because she... She comes out differently at the end because, you know, she's kind of just like a pathological liar and like trying to cheat everybody all the time. Kind of is, huh? Yeah. And then at the <laughs> end, she she does the right thing and she calls her mom and like you know, there's a, a resolution and things like that. So, yeah, it was cool. She uh, she's an interesting character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that scene, the Ernest character. The, oh, yeah. What was his name? Clements. <laughs> uh, <I'll>, <laughs> You're so uh, good at impressions. I think you can nail this one. Oh man. Uh, I, what was his name? He was like. I think it's like Clement or something like that. Alstar Clements yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy is hilarious. He like um, laughs through his teeth, and it's it's really really gross. <laughs> but what do you think about the very end of the movie? The cliffhanger. The what? Easter Bunny. Oh man, dude! Yes, <laughs> he, he, we got er, a post-credit scene. Ernest ruins Easter or something like that. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, F Bunny, and then the ears pop up, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "It's so good." Were they I supposed love that to like? Was that going to lead into Ernest saves Easter or something? I, I wish that it did. That would be awesome. Um, but I think it was kind of just like a cool, cheap quick joke you know what i mean they should have had the troll jump out of there oh my goodness (laughs) if they only knew right (laughs) you will pay for the sins of your forefathers (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah he it's uh i thought it was a great ending i thought it was really funny like a little extra joke at the end so yeah really into that but yeah those are uh just about all of my moments um look i do really enjoy this movie but when i rewatched it oh yeah i was like whoo it doesn't feel like an a traditional earnest movie it doesn't and i think a lot of people criticize it for that too because it's funny because people are like this is the best earnest movie and some people are like this isn't even really an earnest movie right well it wasn't an earnest movie this mm. was a different script and disney decided like they wanted to make it an earnest movie so they went to john cherry and they were like well come up pretty much shoehorn Ernest into the script. They did. Because they had this script about a movie about Santa retiring. Boring. So they were like... <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? I, eh. Yeah, ooh, cool movie. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to watch that shit. Yeah, I mean, but you throw some Ernest in there and like, this could save, they could, like that could save the script, and it did. Ernest so. saved... Uh, not only saved Christmas, he saved the movie. But I just feel like there were a lot of moments in the movie like with uh, the Santa and the guy taking over the TV show. I was like, what the fuck are we doing? I was like, where's Ernest at? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come to think of it, like I think that he shines so brightly when he is on screen that I don't think about his absence as much. And I think mm. that they do, they do flesh out the characters pretty well. But yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. For sure, yeah. I mean, the, the Joe Carruthers character, like he has to be there because he's, he's the next in line. You know what I mean? And you have to care about him a little bit. You have to care about sure his struggles and like what he has to make a decision. That's like kind of 
morally good and for the right, you know. So I think it's part of the formula. But I mean, it's definitely not as entertaining as Ernest, you know, being a snake not. handler. Kind of remi- <laughs> yeah, give me more of uh, Larry the snake handler. Yeah. This where the horror movies be. You are a horror movie people. <laughs> uh, what is it? App Coke? A popka. A popka? Yeah, apparently somebody on the crew that was their high school or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love how the E on the snake ranch is backwards, too. Oh, Next, yeah. Great little touch. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I just love my boy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's perfect. I want a Popka Snake Ranch shirt. Oh man, hey, I would rock that. <laughs> With the I would rock it. But wasn't like for going back to the script, didn't they originally want Ernest to become Santa, and then they were like, "No, that's not going to work." Yeah, I read that because there is that scene where they kind of give him a chance to be Santa when he's pulling the orbs out of the bag. And she's like, face it, Ernest, you don't got it. It doesn't work for you. And he's like, it doesn't No. So I think that has to, because there has to be for people that are just, just seeing this movie in the theater in 1988. And it's like, Ernest saves Christmas. Right. And then he gets the bag and people think, is, is Ernest going to become Santa? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There has to be this a little bit of tension where it's like, is Ernest going to be Santa? So they have to kind of shut that down with that scene. I think. Like, shut down that notion. I think that was probably the right call. You can't see Ernest in a white beard going down the chimney. Well, also, if you put Ernest in responsibility of being Santa Claus, it kind of messes with the whole universe, right? Because then he can't be available to do all the other things that you're going to have him do. Yeah, that's true. Can't fight trolls and be Santa at the same time. No, that would be crazy. I would watch that. That would be a mishmash of holidays that remains to be seen. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I th- really think that he saved Christmas and saved this this movie, like you said. Well put, my friend. Well, did you save some room in that belly for some snacks? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> the, this bowl full of jelly is only half full because I am ready to have a VH snack. I'm very excited to see what you did here because it's not was, pancakes. Okay. Pancakes would have been good. Yeah. I thought yeah. about it. I was like, should I make some reindeer pancakes? Right. But I did, cool. I did not. Because that scene, by the way, was hilarious, too. When he burns his hands on the stove. <laughs> like a lot of butter on mine, don't you? <laughs> what was he doing with that much butter? He just likes butter. He had like a bucket full of butter. Yeah, it was like a whole bowl. I love when the pancakes fall from the ceiling and the way they hit the plate and kind of jiggle. Yeah. How do they do that? It was perfect. It was amazing. Movie magic, baby. Yeah, it's wonderful movie magic. Okay, so I made for you. It's a kind of a minimal snack, not over the top, but I made some uh, little reindeer finger sandwiches. <laughs> finger sandwiches, finger sandwiches, cheese balls, bean dip. Ooh, <laughs> I was, I was, I thought you would. You have to pull it from there, right? Because that's what he's excited yeah. about the food. Yeah. I didn't make cheese balls, but I made these little reindeer snacks. So here's how you make them. Okay, you take a uh, tortilla. Warm it up, mm. spread some cream cheese on it. Oh, yeah. Put a couple slices of turkey on it, tofurkey in this case, mm-hmm. and put some cranberry sauce on it. <laughs> Roll it up like a burrito. Yes. Slice it up into little pieces, and you stick a little cherry tomato in the middle to make a little Rudolph nose. <laughs> 
and you snap a pretzel in half and you stick it in the bread to make little reindeer antlers. This is amazing. And dude. I have nine of them for you. This is so cute. For the dude. nine I'm reindeer. I'm so excited. I thought you were going to do something here or the bean dip. I thought you were just going to do Ooh, bean dip. Yeah. But I mean, I'm very excited for these, the, the, the reindeer. And also made some sugar cookies too, just to go with it. What? Yeah. Well, I didn't like make them from scratch. I... Okay, I felt like I really needed to VH spice it up a little bit, so Ooh. I was like, well, let me go get some uh, sugar cookie stuff, and I'll like shape them into Christmas trees, you know? Mm-hmm. So I pulled them out of the oven, and they were just like blobs. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled them out, and I just started laughing. I was like, oh my god, that didn't work. Oh, dude, you said blob, and <laughs> okay, this other moment, it was just like, Santa was in my ducks, and then I imagined him turning into a blob like oh yeah he pushes his lips together he's like turning into a blob that part was kind of disturbing it's like (laughs) jesus Ernest, settle down harmony stars like you're sick man Ernest, or something (laughs) like that so it's funny but i'm so ready for these reindeer finger yes let's go uh and sugar cookies eat eat some reindeer finger foods and uh sugar cookies what are we gonna clip them Mm. what do you suggest I think we should do his first appearance as the ant because it's so good. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the ho, 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 Vern. Merry Christmas. No, that's good too. But I think like his performance as uh, the old lady, her her little speech, if we can get it. Yeah. That'll work for me. All right, guys, we are going to go try this out. So we'll be right back. These steps might as well be Mount Everest. Well, when he said that, I was just shocked. Hold on a second, hon. Superior Talent Incorporated. Marty Brock is my second-born son without a sliver of gratitude who wouldn't even pick up his own mother at the airport. I'm only glad his father never lived to see the day when his son would treat his own mother this way. Me, a lonely old woman forced to cope in a world of indifference. Hold on just a minute. Where is he? Where is Martin? I need him to help me with my will. Having walked from the airport, I'll be dead soon. I don't know what to do. He's with a client. That's life for you. You have two sons, one good, one bad. And wouldn't you know it, with my luck, the good one dies. But Mrs. Brock, I'm sure he didn't know you were coming. Don't side with him, honey. There's no future in it. Just tell me where he is. Josh, what'd you think of that snack? I thought it was outstanding. Honestly, you were kind of like lowballing it a little bit. You're like, I don't know about this, but honestly, the presentation was excellent. Okay, the amount of thought that went into this was excellent. That the reindeer, mm-hmm. the reindeer antlers made out of pretzels. Come on, man, that's yeah. impressive. It's really cool. <laughs> and the red cherry tomato for the Rudolph nose, like it is so cute. Yeah, it's flavorful. It's festive. Oh, well, thank you. It is on point. It's fun to eat. It is fun to eat. Poppable. It is. Mm-hmm. I might make it at the next Christmas party that I go to. Hey, man. And I'll, I'll shout you out. I'll, I'll give uh, you cred. I'll send you the recipe. I, yeah. found, I found a little recipe online. I was like, okay, that, I think I can do that. It's they're, very easy to make. They're really tasty. They're like, it has all these different flavors in it, right? And like that, that's kind of what you're looking for at, a, at a, you know, any kind of like festive party. Yeah, well, it's kind of a Thanksgiving, you know, it's got the turkey, the cranberry sauce, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, but yeah. you also eat turkey and, th- and and cranberry sauce at Christmas, too, I think, right? People yeah, make that's true. People make turkey at Christmas, yeah. Yeah. And he even says cranberry sauce 
in the movie. Does he? He does. He's like where everyone gathers and eats the oh, cranberry yeah. sauce shaped like a can. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, a great snack, a great VH snack. I mean, I del- loved it. Delicious. Thank you. No, thank you. Those are very kind words. No, I mean, uh, I love you know me, man. I'm I'm into it. I ate like five of them. I had to slow myself down. Yeah. So. Cool. I'll have to um have to make those again. No, they're good. Plus, whenever you make stuff like that, it looks like you know what you're doing, but it's really simple. It does, and I think the VH snackers will agree when they see the mm-hmm. the episode picture that they look fantastic. Yeah. And let's not forget the detail that you made nine of them as to hey man, you got to pay tribute to the pack of reindeer on Santa's sleigh. Also made sugar cookies. Yeah, and the sugar cookies. I mean. Those were just store-bought, throw them on the baking pan, nothing special. But I felt like I needed to, you know, kick it up a notch, add a little uh, add, a, add a little variety to it. Well, you said uh, you wanted to make them into shapes, but then when I walked up, I was like, these are, these are Christmas ornament balls. Were, that's were, what they are. That's, that's what the they shape. were. Definitely. I mean, that's what I thought when I walked up. They were delicious. I ate 12 of them. Thank you very much. Glad you enjoyed it, man. Those are, those are VH sugar cookies, my friend. VH sugar cookies. They were great. I mean... Loved it. <sighs> Josh, any final thoughts? Oh, MVP? MVP. Gotta do the MVP, baby. Who's it gonna be? I think this might be the most obvious MVP I of mean, all time. is it even a question? It is not. It, there is no question. Who are you gonna give your golden... Uh, sack? Golden sack? <laughs> who are you gonna toys? give that golden sack to? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Ernest. It's gotta be Ernest, yeah. I mean, he is... The best part of this movie. He is laugh out loud funny all the time. He's so charming, hilarious, a king of physical comedy. And I think even though this is feels like Ernest was added to this movie, he made this movie what it is. Oh, if he wasn't in this movie, it would be a forgotten, just forgotten movie. Yeah, but instead he's made it a cult classic of the season. Yeah. And like I said, I think for myself and, and maybe a lot of people out there, I think a lot of people out there in, in VH Snacker land, it's just not Christmas if you're not with Ernest. It's just not. I mean, you, you got to be there and you, you watch it and you eat the cranberry sauce shaped like a can. <laughs> and, uh, you know, screw that channel number five. Give me the smell of pine trees, man. <laughs> <So good. laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? He's He's brilliant. Absolute MVP. Um, no question about it. Jim Varney all the way. Yeah, same for me. Got to yeah. give it to our boy Jim Varney. Gone way too soon. Died at like he was only like fifty one, fifty, early fifties. I think he died in two thousand. That might be. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. Man, over twenty years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, Man, he, does, that, does that sound right though? Two thousand. Yeah, I think it was. It was two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Man, wow. Total bummer, total legend. Um, yeah, but at least we have the films, man, and that's why we love these movies. Is because yeah, and us um, back there. I, I we kind of talked about this on our uh, lost Ernest Scared Stupid episode. That's just lost in the ether, you know, gone oh, forever. I'm sure we'll release it somehow, some way. Oh no, that thing wasn't salvageable. No, oh, no. Usually, if something's fucked up, I'm like, okay, I can, I can fix this. I can run it through some filters. I can do yeah. something. This was like nope <laughs> sorry but anyways um i we kind of talked about this on that episode that um we'd love to see where jim varney would be today mm, yeah because i feel like the 
the Ernest stuff was coming to an end. Well, he was filming an Ernest movie when he died. Ernest mm. the Pirate. Yeah, yeah, there was a pirate movie. Yeah, but I feel like the Ernest thing would have, that chapter would have closed, and Jim Varney would have done some different stuff. Um, Jim Varney is a very, very good dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. You know, he went to college for it. He, I think he did like a lot of Shakespeare and stuff. I have no illusion. He's the thespian for sure. For sure. And there's footage of him in dramatic movies. I believe the last, one of the last movies he made besides the Ernest stuff was called Daddy and Them. I believe it's like a family drama, but there's some footage of that on YouTube. It's straight serious. And uh, you've seen the Beverly Hillbillies, right? Oh, yeah. He plays the the uncle, the grandpa. Know. I got to rewatch Doesn't that. Doesn't he play Jed Clampett? Or no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I got to rewatch that. Yeah. But he's in that, and his character is very understated, you know? He nails that role. I mean, he definitely did other stuff. I mean, this does this stuff doesn't really speak to the dramatic angle, but he did, like, Treehouse Hostage. And he was in that movie, The Rousters. Um, I mean, he did other stuff, but, I mean, I would... I think he also he'd be a really good villain because he's the villain in fast food. And yeah, he's like, we we talked about this. Yeah, and he's like the best. He's the best part of that movie. You know, fast even, food. Yeah, even he's squandered in that movie. So what is fast food? I don't it, think I've ever heard of this. So it's basically like it feels like a PG comedy, but it feels like it's it's marketed like a sex comedy, but it doesn't feel like that at all, and it's kind of it's kind of flat. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And he's like a villainous, like a burger tycoon. From what I remember, man, I haven't watched it in a long time. And I don't remember being that good. Well, yeah, he would be great as a horror villain mm-hmm. as some sort. I could see him doing a serious, like dark villainous character, um, similar to Robin Williams in One Hour Photo. I think so, too. Something like that. He's so expressive. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we've all seen, I guess we can call it a meme of Jim Varney rolling around where like, it's all the emotions and he's doing all the different faces, you know, happy, confused, sad, uh-huh. you know, like questioning, like, you know, all this other yeah. kind of stuff. And I think those strengths would translate to an extremely um, articulate and engrossing dramatic performance. Yeah. Or like a dramatic, even like as a villain, like you said, like I would love to see him as like some kind of evil overlord in a sci-fi movie. Yeah. So you see him in Dr. Otto, excuse me, Dr. Otto and Riddle of the Gloom Beam from 85. And he's kind of an evil person there. Oh, yeah. That was John Cherry's first movie with him. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. I. You didn't you didn't say the Dr. Otto part. I, yeah. I yeah. haven't seen that, but. It's yeah. cool. It's so cool. And he plays evil characters in that. And they're played for laughs, right? But you uh-huh. can still see like the menacing kind of aura that he can give off. Or in Ernest Goes to Jail, he plays, uh, was it like his the, twin? Yeah, like the, the twin that got him into jail. With the slick back hair and everything. Like he nails that role. He does. And, and he, I remember as a kid watching that being like kind of like, intimidated or like kind of scared by him. Absolutely. I mean, he is intimidating and kind of scary. He's like one of those inmates that you just don't mess with yeah you know and um he has an incredible range and i think that he is famous for Ernest, but Mm -hmm. i think it's good to talk about how how wide 
of a, of a spectrum of talent he has for acting, you know, yeah. because he's just awesome. Yeah, it's just a shame that, you know, can you imagine 20 more years of Jim Barney? What would've kind of it. great content we would have? Would have loved it. But damn cigarettes got him, man. Yeah, man. Lung cancer and, yeah, eventually spread to his brain, I believe. Hmm. Yeah. Fucking sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like, we have the movies to look back on and he's made so many people laugh and just brought so much joy to everybody. I'm going to look up that Robin Williams and, and Jim Varney thing. Oh, we're going to yeah. watch that soon yeah. as soon as we wrap this yeah, up. I would it's incredible. To. It's only like a couple of minutes long, but yeah, I would love to watch it. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of photos of Robin Williams and Jim Varney just hanging out at the comedy store. So cool. Oh, God, you imagine just being a fly on the wall. Some of the funny shit that went down. <laughs> Uh, I can't imagine. Man. That's why I'm excited <laughs> yeah. to watch watch this footage. Yeah. I mean, final thoughts on Ernest Saves Christmas. An absolute classic. A cult classic. You know what? I think I'm going to go back and rewatch this one every year. Because I rewatched it this morning and I enjoyed it more. Mm-hmm. Like maybe when I watched it the other day, I, I put it on in the morning and it was still a little groggy. You know. Sure. Didn't quite, you know, maybe I didn't watch it at the right time, but I was watching it today and I was like, okay, this is, there's definitely a, a lot of hilarious moments in it. Hilarious. Superb. Superb. <laughs> yeah. The, the VH snack was superb. Yeah. I might just watch that clip later today. It's like, so good. It's always, always good. Yeah, yeah. The good moments in this are great. They're just iconic. They're yeah. Iconic pieces yeah. Of, of comedy from the late eighties. Just and- as a whole, there's some stuff to be desired it just feels it's just off it's the least earnest of the earnest movies so because there isn't there they try to it's not like an earnest focused movie i, I don't think right you know there's other characters at play here there's other storylines things like that usually it's just about what is earnest up to what has he gotten himself into now right well they also talk about how there's no antagonist really for earnest yeah, that's true. Like, there's not anybody, like, going after Ernest, or there's nobody trying to harm him. There's no know? troll. There's no troll. There's oh, no, man. There's no crater or whatever, and there's there's no evil twin. Like, there's nobody coming after him. They have to solve a problem. Right. right? So and I think that's why another reason why it doesn't feel like an Ernest movie, Yeah, per the, se. the stakes aren't quite high enough. Yeah, well, I mean, stakes are high as hell, man. It's the, the future of Christmas. Oh, man. <laughs> no more Christmas. What I mean, that's do? pretty high stakes. Can't leave it in the hands of... Uh, destiny's child or whatever her fucking name is <laughs> destiny's, destiny's child, child and santa claus harmony star <laughs> harmony star yeah she sounds like a cartoon character you know um like a one-off character off gem or something yeah um but yeah absolutely recommend it my uh my co-editor for lunch meet ted and i were talking about it yesterday and he has a 10 year old 11 year old son mm-hmm and he he said i haven't really introduced him to ernest oh my god maybe this year's the year and i'm i'm really excited to see what happens with that like how he receives it you know i feel like any young kid would love ernest i did when i was yeah i mean anybody listening to this if your kids haven't seen ernest just get on it like it's burned through the first four amazing yeah good all the time and if they're good family films they're good fun and you know the other only other thing i'll say about ernest saves christmas is that you know and a lot of the, the critics say this said us about it because it wasn't received that well critically i don't think 
but it did well, like fiscally. So, yeah. and then it became, you know, a cult classic, but it really does like capture the spirit of Christmas, like doing good, goodwill, you know, being together, you know, finding family and friends where, where you, where you can. And, you know, it's just, it's nice. It's, it's a cool yeah. movie. It choked me up a little bit at the end. I'm a little bit of a sensitive person, you know that, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it was nice, dude. It was nice to revisit that movie. And like I said, you know, it, it just makes me feel like it's Christmas. So yeah, happy to revisit it. Cool, man. And happy to talk about it with you. So if you thought our Christmas shenanigans were over, think again. Because, oh, no. oh man, we got a big one next week. Oh boy. What are we talking about, Josh? Are we doing Home Alone? Yes, sir. We are doing wow. Home Alone. Wow. Dude. We're doing Home Alone. And it, wait, it's my snack, though? Your snack. My snack. So much to choose from. Wow. Yeah. I know it's. it almost feels daunting because it's such a mammoth of a movie and a cultural, you know, like Ernest is kind of niche, especially compared to Home Alone. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're not stoked to do Home Alone. <laughs> I just, it's, it's, I am. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like it's a great nostalgia movie. It's like the classic yeah. Christmas movie. Yeah. It, other than a Christmas story or something like that, you know? So I don't know if the snack is daunting, but you might get a really oh. weird one for oh. this one. Okay. You know, I want to go like weird and obscure with Home Alone because a lot of my favorite moments are just kind of throwaway one-liners and little moments. Yeah. So I want to I want to focus on more of those because I mean, what else can we say about Home Alone that hasn't? We can talk about what it, how we connected with it. You oh, know, sure. And how, how we feel about because I haven't. Home Alone is not a movie that I watch every year for Christmas. Really? No. Oh, so, man, that's a staple for me. I, I did growing up, and then I watched Home Alone when it wasn't Christmas. You've seen my pajamas. Yeah. You got a whole outfit. This is why <laughs> This is why part of the reason why I'm like, all right, let's do it. So you can talk about these pajamas that you wear. Hell yeah. They're super cute. <laughs> it's really cool. I admire it. Hey, man, I think uh, Target has a new Home Alone set this year. So. Oh, you're going to go pick that up? Maybe. Maybe Santa will bring it to you. I mean, I wear mine year-round. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. But it's also like a year-round movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's an all... It's, it's an all I wear them movie. out shopping. Because yeah, I'm, I'm a piece of shit. No. I mean, <laughs> be comfy, dude. It's it's the... I don't know. Shout out to people to go shopping in their pajamas. You're cool. I, I mean, 2021, dude. Thanks I mean, it's, this is the future. <laughs> we We shop in our pajamas because... Who wants to wear real clothes anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I'm wearing real clothes. I wear real clothes today. Like we're, those shirts and Spencer's that used to say, I got dressed today or something like that. Like, oh, man. <laughs> I feel like I need that shirt nowadays. Oh, man. Did you ever uh, wear those shirts that had like a sentence? Yeah. yeah that was like a sassy. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. <laughs> like, I would go to Gadzooks or Spencer's. What was and the get... shirt that you wore? Oh, I had a shirt that said Hanson sucks on it. Oh cool. man, yeah, but it was like the Hanson logo, but it said "sucks" in the same kind of font. It was really cool. Dude. Um, I used to make my own shirts, man. I used to like write sayings on, on shirts, like just buy white t-shirts and put sayings on them with sharpies. I used to have a shirt that said "anti crombie." <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah, the anarchy. I remember symbol. that one. I remember that one. I was like, 
fuck Abercrombie and Fitch, man. I'm not g- going to conform to your bullshit ways. Uh, I think my favorite novelty t-shirt I ever- Fucking dark, yeah. dude. Dude, it's that anti-Crombie shirt. You're going to get that for a present at some point now. That's coming back, and you better wear it. Um, a president? A present? I thought you said president. Yeah, the president's going to wear an anti-Crombie shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, please don't get me an anti-Crombie shirt. I won't wear it. Oh. I would cringe so hard I'd fucking die. Oh, man. If I did. I think my favorite novelty shirt I ever had was, it said, okay, basshole, make my day. And it was, and it was a dude fishing. I would wear it all through. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. I love that shirt. It's great. Yeah. Really cute story. I had that that shirt in high school. And then my buddy, Mike Copina. Um, I told him about that shirt, just like I'm telling about you about it. And then he found it and Whoa. bought it for me and gave it to me when I was like, I don't know, like maybe like eight years ago or something. Damn. Seven years ago. He was a great friend. Shout out to Mike. I wonder if there's one on eBay. For maybe. I still I have it now. So You I remember those Big Johnson shirts? Yeah, of course, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they were like very sexually driven yeah. cartoons. Yeah. I, They're I, like, I did. They were like all these. I didn't wear like those. Firemen related or something. I don't remember. All the redneck dudes wore them where I, I grew up. They would like, say stuff like, "When we when we arrive, they're hot. When we leave, they're wet." Yeah. Wow. <laughs> With like some dude holding a fire hose. Yeah. Like, what the I fuck? never wore that shirt, but Me I neither. saw people wearing it. I was. I just had one in my head on the novelty shirts, but I think we're going ham on this. But uh, yeah. Give me one more. Give me a good one. Oh man. Oh, when I was a kid, and I used to wear this shirt all the time, and thinking back, it's really funny. I had a shirt that had, it was white, and it had a, a picture of a cardboard, p- piece of cardboard, and like scrawled on it, it said, we'll watch football for food. <laughs> what? I don't know. I mean, I wore it all the time. <laughs> wore it to school, not a good idea. Um, yeah, but I love that shirt, we'll watch football for food. Hey man, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I mean, what what do you say to that? I mean, it's who made it. I have no idea. Oh man, I have no idea. But yeah, I remember that one. Cool. I have to find a picture of myself and post it or something. Oh my god, pretty good. See you at Home Alone next next time. Home Alone, baby. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, man. I, I'm excited. I mean, I love the movie. Yeah. It's a great the, movie. We get to talk about Daniel Stern and how underrated he is. Something we've done like three times. A thousand percent. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to have you're basically going to get like. Uh, talk clean. about bushwhacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie. That's a funny movie. Yo, bushwhack's excellent. Yeah. So. Yeah, when I'm, the I'm fucking thinking... bear bites his hand. He's like, "Ow, <laughs> ow!" He's like, "Where's your mouth, little bear?" <laughs> I like the scene where they they glue the dude his hands and his chin to the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Wow, harsh. Oh man, yeah, guys. If you've never seen Bushwhacked, Bushwhacked is a definite must we'll see. Watch Bushwhacked. Maybe we should do Bushwhacked for a future episode. We will. uh we will put it in the back of our minds. There it is. I think we're already kicking around a couple. It's in the fridge. In the fridge. All right, Josh. Um, Anything else you want to say to the good people out there? I just hope that they watch Ernest Saves Christmas and have a wonderful holiday. And that's all you can ask for. That's all, man. And we'll be back here 
next week. Until then. Quick turnaround. Until then. Keep on VH snacking. Bye, everybody. Is this where the horror movie hope me? What? I got a truckload of snakes for them horror movie folk. Well, I better take a look. Careful now. They be pine. Pine snakes. One minute, you're a big, strapping, healthy man. And the next... Snap! You dead meat. Neat fix. I better check it out. Careful now. They'll nod up on you. Them poison snakes will do that. You gotta be more round. <laughs> when they get knotted up on you like that, you get real crazy. Especially on a day like today when it's real hot. You want one for you, boy? I gave one to my boy last year. No, no, that's all right. Just, just take the truck on over to stage five. I curl up for me. Let me hide. That's all these movie people want. Pirate.